meet me in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4. And today, let's discuss a fascinating subject, which is the ability and the grace to go with God's flow. Wow, I tell you what, when you're in God's flow, life is exciting. You'll never have one single dull day of your life. So let's talk about this today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father God, that you are eternal, you're stable, you're timeless, and you never change. But Father, you like to bring variety, and you like to bring new things into our life. So help us to catch the right balance, and help us to flow with you, with your Holy Spirit, even on a day-to-day basis. We ask this grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 4, verse 1, Then Jesus, being filled with the Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, here's something that's amazing. Your ability to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit is very contingent on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Not that you were filled back in 1972, and you haven't had a fresh touch since then. But on a daily basis, seeking God, staying filled with the Spirit, and following that leading. Now, that leading sometimes can be a gentle nudge, the inward witness, the inward guidance of the Holy Spirit, and sometimes it can be very authoritative where it's almost impossible to miss. It's like God's almost shouting to give direction at very, very important moments and key uh, points in our life where there would be a fork road in the path of our life, and we're looking to the Lord for the direction that we should go. So Jesus, he's filled with the Holy Spirit. He returns from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit. There is a leading of the Spirit that still takes place today in the life of the believer. God has a plan. God has a destination. God has a finish line for your faith. But in order to get there, we must, we must learn to be led by the Spirit and follow that leading. Now, it says that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness or into the desert. This is very, very interesting. Verse 2 says, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. Well, I think that although the Lord knew his time was drawing near for the launch of his ministry, and that, that's really what we're looking at right here, the launch of the most important ministry of all time that of the Lord Jesus Christ, the launching out of a new thing. But you have to understand that although I'm sure the Lord knew the time was coming close, there still comes that moment when today is actually the day. And now what you've anticipated, what you have sensed, it actually comes time to walk it out in real life reality. So what I'm saying is this, I don't think Jesus on his calendar had a 40 day period blocked off. I don't think that he knew the exact moment when he was going to be presented 
to the nation of Israel. But the time has now come, and the Spirit is leading him, and so much is happening so fast that really it's just go with the flow. It really is. You just go with the flow of the Holy Spirit. And when God begins to move like this, it may not be on your calendar. And sometimes it's not. And you have to make adjustments. You have to make changes. Not only was this most likely not on the Lord's calendar, but this also is the stepping off point for his house building career. He's no longer Jesus the architect, Jesus the carpenter, Jesus the one who can build nice furniture and build a home from scratch. Well, Pastor Stephen, who took over? Well, I don't really know who took over. I don't know what happened to his carpentry architecture business, but I know at this point that's all changing and it's off into the desert. And who would have thought that? That, hey, you don't. You don't know this, but for the next 40 days, you're going to be in the desert. Well, I think there's things that God has on his plan for us that are coming, that some of them are veiled, that you know something's coming. You can sense God's up to something, but you probably don't, you probably never in your wildest dreams would have thought it would be that. Wow. 40 days in the desert. Okay. Well, at least we're getting out of town for a while. Yep. We're getting way out of town. You're not even going to be around any people. 40 days out in the desert, out in the wilderness. And you have to just say, hey, somebody take over things back at the home front. And I'm, I'm not coming back. I'm, I'll be visiting, but I'm not coming back to the things I've been doing before. Why? Change. God doesn't change, but we experience changes in life. We experience new things, new chapters. Books have chapters. And it gives new breaking points. You step into something new. Uh, you, you have a break here for your mind on that chapter. We'll pick that story back up three chapters later. We're going to move into something over here that's different. But God wants your life to be refreshing. God wants your life to be exciting. And you never know what a day may hold. And when something comes in that wasn't on your day pl- planning calendar, which is good to have. But when something comes in from the Lord, you have to be willing to do what? Go with the flow. This is like Philip, you know, enjoying his day, having, having a nice day. He's sitting around enjoying himself. And an angel appears to him. This is, of course, mentioned in Acts chapter 8. An angel appears to him and says, Philip, you know, pack things up and go south. You're going down to Gaza. And it's very, very interesting. And, you know, the angel tells him it's desert. In other words, there's no convenience stores out there. So make sure that you take everything that you need. Well, I don't think that was on Philip's calendar. I don't think it was on his calendar at all. But what happens when something like that takes place? You adjust your, your itinerary. You adjust your plans. And you just go with the flow. Because we're in a season where things are being accelerated. We are being placed into a place where we must be flexible and you must learn to understand that God can have you established and stabilized. And yet at the same time, you can have new things presented to you, new doors, new opportunities, and you must be willing to respond and follow that leading of the Holy Spirit, whether it's to go into a wilderness into the desert like Jesus was. Philip, same thing. The angel said, you're going into the desert. You're going down south. So 
it's very, very interesting where the Lord can lead you and how these things can take place on a very, very sudden basis. Praise the Lord. I remember years back when I knew that God had a calling on my life for ministry and even knew that one day he would pull me into full-time ministry. And I'll, I always look forward to that. I, I really liked my job that I had and enjoyed it and, di- and did a good job. But I, I look forward to the day where I could do what I was called to do on a full-time basis. And I, I knew that was ministry. And as a young man, I would look up to other ministers that were doing it full-time. And I would just think, wow, how cool to be able to do full-time what you really love and what you're really called to do. And, you know, today I find myself in that position by God's grace. But I remember the day very, very clearly when I got up and got ready to go to work. And as I was getting prepared to go to work, this was early in the morning, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, today, give your two-week notice because you are going now into the ministry full time. And, you know, for me, that was one of those moments where after years and years of wondering, when is it going to happen? How will it happen? How will it unfold? Well, I found myself in a place where, hey, it's actually happening. Well, what do you do when something like that comes into your life and there's change? Maybe change you, you, you knew was coming, but you didn't know when, and you certainly didn't know how it was going to unfold. Well, what do you do? It's easy. You just go with the flow. And it's not all mapped out in a sense where you know how this is all going to unfold. Many times you don't. That's why it's very exciting. And so I remember I went into work that day and, and spoke to the, uh, the boss, the head person, and presented my two-week notice and everybody was very surprised that, that I was leaving. They really wanted me to have a career. And it's a great career, by the way, the, the work that I was in. And, uh, but, you know, I knew, I knew I had to step off. But the thing was, the two weeks went by very, very quickly. I gave my notice. The two weeks before I knew it were up. And I'm out of that, and I'm into the new. But I'm into the new And I'm like, Lord, where do I go from here? This is, you know, I had already done a lot of ministry. I was, I was working full time, but doing a lot of ministry on the side. I was preaching on Sundays. I was preaching on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I would take almost any meeting I could anywhere. So I was, I was already very busy in ministry. I'd already done a lot of ministerial preparation and training. So when it was time to go to full time, I was equipped to do the work that God called me to do. I just didn't know how it was all going to pan out. But right after the two weeks were finished, a pastor with a very large church in Southern California uh, that I knew, he called me and said, Brother Stephen, he said, when are you going to come over to my church and preach? I said, well, I, I'd love to. I, I, can, I can come whenever you like, when you would like for me to come. He said, well, how soon can you be here? I said, just as soon as you want me to, I've I've got an open schedule. And so he had me there in his church. I think it was within two weeks, maybe even 10 days. I was at his church and, you know, I I preached a a nice message, nothing in in the sense where there was a great glorious move of God, but just preached a a nice message. And I remember after the service that the offering that was given to me 
that had been received from me, a love offering. It was, it was exceptionally large. And then for some reason, he had never done this before. Cause I'd spoken at his church. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, um, maybe eight or 10 times before, but what he did this time was along with the love offering that the congregation gave, he took an extra offering out of the savings from the church, which was like a mission fund that they could, they could use it uh, to bless ministers and so forth with a special account they had in savings. He took a chunk of that and put that on top of my love offering and I, I didn't understand why, in a sense, why, why is this happening? But he said, Stephen, you're such a blessing. Your ministry is going to bless so many people. We just wanted to give you something special today. Well, see, looking back on that, I, I now see how clearly God was blessing me because I needed it. I was just starting out and I needed some, some momentum. I needed a good running start. And then right after that, I had another pastor call me and said, uh, Stephen, when can you be at my church? How soon can you come? I, I, and the pastor said, I, I just feel so strongly that you're supposed to come minister to my people. I said, well, I can be there as soon as you want me to be. I've got an open schedule. He said, can you be here this Sunday? I said, yes, I can. And I went and spoke at his church and he raised an offering for me. And it was the largest offering they had ever raised in the history of their church. And I thought, how unusual what happened last Sunday, what happened this Sunday. And then with that collected offering from both of them, both of those offerings put together, I held in my hand the substance to be ready for what God wanted to do. And he sent me and Kelly, he moved us literally completely across the country. Wow. So exciting. So exciting. But God had to pull all of that together and all of it was just going with the flow. I had no clue where my next invitation was going to come from, where my next meeting would be at. I didn't even know what state I would be in, in the next day. So there is a stability in God that even if you don't have it all mapped out, I need to tell you today, it's okay. Even if you don't know what's yet to unfold in the various aspects of your life, it's okay. Well, Pastor Stephen, what do I do? What do I do? You just go with the flow because there are some things that God will not let you know until the very last minute in essence, when it's actually happening. And then you just flow with it. You just flow with it. Wow. This is, this is a lot of fun. Praise the Lord. Just because the Lord grants stability doesn't mean that his flow in your life has stopped because it can be daily. That's why I always get up and early and try to spend some time with the Lord and pray and you just wait, you know, just wait on the Lord because I never know what a day may hold. Even on those rare days when I have nothing booked and there's nothing on the calendar and it would, it would look like this is an off day. I've learned that with God, there's no off days. I know there's a Sabbath, there's a rest. I, I get the rest that I need, but I have found myself in so many places where I would, uh, wake up thinking, okay, I've got some free time today or this whole portion of the day is, is open. I can get some things done and find myself somehow having been asked or caught or grabbed. And the next thing I know I'm standing before an audience and I'm having to pray for people and minister over people. And I never saw it coming. 
That's why every day you want to just be able to go with the flow because you don't know. You don't know all of the wonderful things God has planned, but you want to be flexible. Praise the Lord. So get comfortable with the surprises that God wants to present to you. Get comfortable with his surprises. You may want to go left and you may think that you're going left, but God has a right turn for you and he'll, he'll let you know at the last minute. Oh, and you're going to like it. That's what's good about the Lord. You'll actually like it. Praise God. No believer, not even the greatest saints, no believer knows every future detail of their lives. So just go with the flow of the spirit. You do not need to have it all figured out. The just walk by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. There are certain things God not, he's not going to tell you. Why? Because it is a faith walk. If you knew it all, it wouldn't require faith. So the just shall live, shall govern their life by faith. Praise the Lord. It's, it's like this in your natural life. You want to eat, but on some days you may want something salty, but on another day you may want something sweet. But then again, at another meal, you may want something baked, but at the next very next meal later on in the day, you may want something that's fried. So it's different. You just, you just kind of go with the flow, go with the flow. The present, the present flow dictates your direction, whether it's the flow of the spirit or the inward flow of life in Christ that you just go with, whether it's food, clothing, shopping, fellowship, drinking coffee, or eating, or eating a steak. You just go with that flow. What do you feel like? I feel like pizza. Okay. You go with the pizza. What does my wife feel like? Oh, she wants Mexican food. Okay, good. Well, I can go for that. Let's go for some Mexican food. So you just, you just go with, with that flow. Praise the Lord. Well, pastor Stephen, I had, I had this scheduled to do this. Well, if, if the time comes and you and everybody else with you just thinks, I think we should do something different. You know, you can change it. Praise the Lord. Many times you can. So God never changes, but we, we do, we do. We go through changes. Hebrews 13, eight says Jesus Christ to same yesterday, today, and forever. So God is constantly stable, but so many things are moving, moving around him. The, the sun has the earth and the planets moving around it. So we move around God. We are maturing even our desires can change because so often we just grow out of things. What we used to like, we just kind of, we went through the phases. We went through the process. Now we're ready for something different. And there can be times also in your life where a grace will begin to wear off. It'll begin to lift. And that's a sign change is coming. Praise the Lord. Here's a scripture I like a lot. And this would be Romans eight fourteen. for as many this, this is referring to the believers for as many as are led by the spirit of God. These are sons of God. There is a very clear leading of the Holy spirit. There's a leading to laugh. 
there's a leading to praise. There's another time when there's a, when there's a leading to worship, there's a leading to shout. There's another time where there's a leading for quiet reverence. You want to follow that leading of the Holy Spirit. Just go with that flow. It should be different every time. Not every church service will be the same. Now we will have structure. There will be order, but within those parameters, there's a lot of different variables of what can take place. Praise the Lord. Well, how do we know? You just, you just go with the flow every single time. I learned this as a young, as a young man growing up in the things of the spirit in my mid twenties, I began to catch the things of the spirit in my, in my mid twenties, because in my early twenties, I was baptized in the Holy spirit, began to speak in tongues, began to learn this walk of the spirit. And so in my mid twenties, I began to learn there's a flow some people call it a prophetic flow. And I don't know if it's just prophetic. You could say it's apostolic. You could say it's evangelistic, but it, whatever it is, it is a flow of the Holy spirit. And I, I began to get insight into this when I was placed in positions of leadership. And I, I received contact one day through a phone call. And somebody said, uh, brother Stephen, we know that you have a walk with the Lord and we want you to come over to minister to brother so-and-so because we think he's got an evil spirit and we and the others don't really know what to do about this. So would you please come over and pray for a brother so-and-so who has manifestations of an evil spirit? I said, yeah, I said, I'll come over. I said, I can come over later today. And so while I was on the way, there was another person about my age who was traveling with me, who was also on fire for the Lord, praying all the time. And this person came along with me. So we're, we're in the car together and we're driving over and I'm, I have been asked to pray for the person who is having demon problems. So we're driving in the car and my companion says to me, brother Stephen, what's the game plan? What are we going to do when, when, when we get there? And I said, you know what? I have, I have absolutely no idea. And I was just all relaxed and calm. And, and this person was getting a little agitated because, uh, this person was wanting to know the plan. I said, I don't have a plan. You don't have a plan. You don't. I said, no, you don't have scriptures ready. You don't have Bible verses ready. You don't have a special prayer laid out that you can pray that you can pray. I said, no, I, I said, I don't have any of that. I said, I'm just going to go with the flow because I don't know what I'm walking into here. I don't know what the person's situation is, but I said, the main thing is I don't know what the Holy spirit wants to do. And I've spent time in prayer and I'm ready to pray for this person and minister to this person. But as far as how I said, I have no clue. And that person was just like, you know what, with the ministry like that, you're never going to go anywhere, (laughs) you know, but we got there and there was a group of people there and there was the person who was under very strong demonic oppression. And I just came into there very calmly and nobody really knew what to do, but I just came in there with a position of, you know what, let's just pray for a minute. And we began to pray. And then the Lord showed me how to flow in this specific need, knowing that all needs are different. So you can't 
you can't like um, just do this over and over in every situation because everything's different. But he showed me exactly what to do. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to minister to a brother, this brother now who needs help. And I began to pray a very specific prayer in a very specific way. And within 10 minutes, the whole thing was completed. The person was delivered. The person was free. Everybody in the room was happy. Everybody saw the power of God. And when it was all said and done, you could not have prescripted it. You could not have preplanned it because it was something that you would have to step into and go with that flow because deliverance um, is not a cookie cutter format by any means. Not, and so sometimes, sometimes you have to ask questions when you're ministering to people, you don't just delve in there and start praying and prophesying or whatever the case might be. Sometimes you have to ask some things, uh, uh, you know, so it's all different. But when it's all said and done, that person saw the value of just going with the flow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And when you are equipped in the Lord, you really are ready for anything that can take place. And, And it feels good. Just walk with God, walk with God he's with you, you're with him, and there's nothing that you and God together can't handle. It's exciting. It's not scary. It's exciting. There's a confidence. There's a peace. There is a moving, a flow of the Holy Spirit, a yieldedness to God where you literally say, God, my life is yours. And anything you want to do in me, through me, for me, Lord, I'm, I'm just yours. I'm a vessel that I want to be I want to be yielded to you. You know, I was talking to a, a minister friend of mine, a fellow apostle, and this brother uh, shared a story with me because we were kind of bouncing some of these stories off of each other back and forth. And he told me a real funny story. He said, he said, brother Stephen, he said, one time I got on, on the airplane and flew all the way from America to Kenya. And the person who had invited me to come speak at their conference never picked me up at the airport when I got there. Can you imagine that? You fly to a foreign nation and you get there and nobody picks you up at the airport. And actually what happened is that even the conference that, that was being put together never took place. It, it just, the conference host just kind of flaked out. And so he gets there, he has flown all the way to Kenya and there is no conference there is no meeting for him to speak in. The whole thing just fizzled, not by his fault, by, but by the host's fault. And the whole thing's a flop. And not only that, he's stranded at the airport and, you know, he's just trying to figure out what to do. So he just said, you know what? I think I'm just going to, um, just go, I'm just going to walk around the city and just kind of get a feel for the city, pray in the spirit. And I'll just, I'll just figure it out as I go. I'll just go with the flow. So he's walking around Kenya. He's got a suitcase and he's wearing jeans with holes in them <laughs> where the knees are at because he's, he's had an international flight. And when you're on an international flight, it's not comfortable in a business suit. So he's not traveling like that. He's, he's traveling in comfortable, you know, old clothes where, you know, you're, you're in comfort while you're flying. So that's what he's wearing hauling around a suitcase and he's got old jeans on with, with the holes wore out in, in the knees. His hair is completely messed up. He has not gone to a hotel and he has not brushed his teeth now in almost two days. And he's just walking around praying in the spirit, 
just just you know having fun in the lord you, you there is a place believe it or not you can get comfortable in this you you get you lean back in the lord and you just get comfortable in the lord pastor Stephen, this doesn't sound stable no god's stable and as long as you're in him you're stable even if things are moving and fluctuating in your life okay so he's walking around uh, this uh nairobi kenya very large city and he walks past a stadium and uh, it, it was an indoor stadium and it seemed like there was a lot of activity and he was wondering, you know, I wonder what's taking place. And he decides to walk closer to the stadium and he can see with all the people going into it uh, and all the activity around it, that this looks like some type of Christian event. So he gets closer to it and uh, realizes this must be like a really, really large Christian event. And so he, he begins to walk closer to the stadium, gets inside of the outer arena of the stadium. He's on the inside now. And an usher sees him, and an usher grabs him and, be, and, and says, come with me, and begins to take him closer towards the inner parts of the stadium. Now, He's going closer and closer towards the inside. He's now on the inside, and the usher doesn't stop. The usher keeps walking him closer and closer to the front, and my friend is thinking, I'm going to end up with a really good seat up by the front. But the usher didn't stop and walked him closer and closer and closer to the front and walks him all the way up to the platform while a man of God is speaking. Now watch this. When the man of God sees him come in and be escorted all the way to the front and to the platform, the man of God that was speaking on satellite television to the whole nation stops, walks over to my friend and gives him the microphone and says, prophesy the word of the Lord. My friend told me, he said, I didn't know it, but what had happened before I ever came into that stadium, while I was outside walking around, that when that man of God was speaking, he stopped and he told the entire congregation, while this is being broadcast over national television, he, he told the entire audience that, that God had just told him that a prophet sent from another country was going to come in and give the prophetic word of the Lord for the whole nation. And that was my friend out there walking around. So he has no idea that when they're bringing him in, they're bringing him in the prophesy over the whole nation. And so that man of God stuck the microphone into his hand and the spirit of God came on him with the spirit of prophecy. And he gave the word of the Lord and it was heard by the entire nation. Praise God. Glory to God. What is that? That's just going with the flow, going with the flow, whether you are led by the spirit into the desert for 40 days and suddenly you've got to take 40 days off <laughs> because this is God or whether you're led into the, uh, uh, like Philip down into the South, South America. A lot of these things you don't see coming until God springs them on you. You can sense God's up to something, but there are many prophetic surprises, blessings, happy things. I, I received a text about two hours ago from one of our online church members 
who said, Pastor Stephen, your teachings have so helped me and my wife prosper and come to a new level. And I've been following the teachings of God's word that you present. And he said, our income has just kept increasing and increasing. And because of your teaching and me following those principles, God blessed me with a job that doubled. Now watch this, that doubled my income. And he said, that's not all. I got to this job and I'm working at this job. And they said to me, you know what? You are so good at what you do. And you're so qualified that we believe that you should apply at this other job position. And we're going to recommend you if you'll apply for it. Now, how about that? When the company you're actually working for says, we love you, but you would even be a better fit at this other company that we have relationships with. And he applied for that other company, which was even a greater step up. And he got the job. He got that job as well. So he, he, he was in a place where he thought, I just, I've just landed a dream job, but the dream job said, we love you, but we could see that you would be a perfect fit at this job. And we've got the connection for you. And they helped open that door and he landed the job. Glory to God with a higher, uh, much higher, uh, increase in pay and really, really good benefits. My friends, that's just going with the flow. That's just going with the flow of the spirit. And sometimes when, when things like that happens, when those, those type of thing happens, you have to make adjustments, changes very, very quickly, but it's all, it's all good. It's all in the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, James in his letter to the church, he, he's, he warned against a type of pride and arrogance that said, this time next year, we will go here and there, and we will buy and sell, and we'll do all of these things. In other words, we've got our lives so figured out, we don't need God. And if we do have God, we'll just keep him boxed in right over here on our very tightly scheduled itinerary, daily and weekly and monthly calendar. And we're certainly not going to let God overlap into the way we want to do things. But when you yield your life to the Lord, God just begins overlapping all the time with goodness, with blessing, with surprises, and you're stable. But God can, God can just bring so many types of things that, that are surprises. Glory to God. And you never know where you'll find yourself next year. You know what? There's stability in the Lord. And there is a place in God of putting down roots. You can't always be a pioneer. You can't always be a trailblazer. There is a place of settling. But even when you're settled, don't think that God still doesn't have a new flow, a, a, a way of keeping your faith vibrant because he doesn't want you to be stagnant. And that's why, that's why in the Old Testament with the Israelites out there in the wilderness, when the cloud moved and the fire by night moved, you had to follow it. You have to keep going with that flow. Praise God. When I, when I hear somebody say, I'm building this house and I'll be at this house for the rest of my life. I, it just, you hear the pride in that. Not that God didn't even bless you with the house. Not that the Lord has not even endorsed you with that, which is wonderful. Yes, the home is from the Lord. He has blessed you in this place. 
But what if he told you to move in three years? Would you be willing to do it? Oh, no, Pastor Stephen, I'm not giving this up for nothing. That's, that's because you don't see he has something even greater. Mm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And at the least, even if he doesn't require that, he does require the willingness. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that God is moving you in the next six months to Mogadishu or the Republic of Congo or to Guyana. I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I'm saying there should be a willingness in your heart that if the Lord led, you would actually not only do it, but you would do it with a good heart, knowing that if it's of God, ooh, that's where the blessing is at. Woo! Mm, glory to God. Hallelujah. I really would rather be with the Lord and in his perfect will and have that blessing of the Lord than be the wealthiest man in the world. Absolutely. I would rather go with that flow. I would rather trust God and go with that prophetic flow than have the whole world with a fence around it. I would rather have the Lord and his plan. Glory to the Lord. There's a flow. There is a wind moving into your life. The winds of change. Praise the Lord. Be ready because it can come suddenly. You could be a Joseph in a prison for 13 years, knowing that there's potential for destiny, knowing in your heart deeply that you really do think you're going to get out. But there still comes that moment when the door opens and you actually do come out. So, those are the moments of change and they, things can change very, very dramatically in your life. Praise the Lord. It's all for good. It's all for the glory of God. It really is also good for us because it keeps us in a place of trust and it will also help us mature. Anytime there's stagnation, there's not good. There needs to be vibrancy in our faith and in our trust for the Lord. One of the ways to keep that fresh is just to keep ourselves in new things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for your people today that they always go with that flow, that flow of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's why your effort to step by faith into the spiritual gifts, whether it's a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, whatever the Holy Spirit would bring forth, healings, miracles, special faith, prophecy, discerning the spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, whatever might come forth. That's why it's good to lean into that. Why? It is a flow of God. And you don't, you don't know what's going to come out until you yield and lean into it and step into it. You have no idea what God might say through you as you minister to a person in prophecy. But as you yield to that, you learn to value that flow. And it's one of the most greatest privileges in life is actually to be able to flow in unison with the Holy Spirit, to be a partner with God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's take communion today. I believe that God's flow in your life is getting deeper and that you are learning to yield to that flow. Even on a daily basis, praise the Lord, not just in major events in your life, but even sensing that stream of God on a daily basis. 
Hallelujah. Have fun with it. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you for the bread and the juice. We consecrate it. This is now the flesh and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for it. We receive it by faith. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Let's take the the body of Christ now. Amen. The saying is true. You never know what a day may hold. Each day is new. The mercies of the Lord are new every morning. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus that we could walk in a place of right standing with you through the forgiveness of our sins and our righteousness being your righteousness. So, Father, we thank you for a clear conscience, a clean heart, and a a yieldedness within our hearts to you to follow after you every day. Oh, thank you, oh God. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for his blood. Thank you, Father. Let's receive now. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Remember, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have it all planned out. It's good to have strategy. It's good to have a calendar. It's good to uh, book tickets and make plans. Just remember, everything is subject to the Lord. Should the Lord want to move in and say, I want to do something with you on that time. You need to be willing to yield to God because it's, if you do, it will always turn out to be something amazing. Thank you, father for teaching us to flow with you in your Holy spirit today in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for watching. I'll see you back next time back in the flow of God's spirit. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.